In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I'm excited to be here today. I hope when you woke up this morning, you looked in the mirror, told yourself how good looking you are, how strong you are, how beautiful you are. Got an interesting topic today I wanted to get you thinking about. Yesterday was the past, tomorrow's the future, today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. How are you different today than you were yesterday? Did you learn something new? Do you have some new ideas? Did you destroy yourself yesterday and wake up anew today? Some people say that every night when you go to bed, you destroy the world. And every morning when you wake up, you create a new one. What does that mean to you? Does that mean that you let go of your anxieties? Does it mean you forgive your enemies? Does it mean that the day in which you inhabit today, the now, the present, is in fact a golden opportunity to achieve the goals that you have wanted to achieve since the beginning? I hope so. I struggle to do that. And what I've learned is that what you hold on to from yesterday is usually that which weakens you for the rest of your day and into the future. I believe it's understanding the pattern of emotions when you make decisions. Does that kind of make sense? I read an interesting book a while ago. I'll think of the title. I can't think of it offhand right now. However, it spoke about emotions and it spoke about feeling and it spoke about how to make your life aligned with what you want your life to be and the topic that I remember most about that book that I highlighted was understand the pattern of emotions when you make decisions 
So let me try to break that down for everybody. Can you remember a time when you were in the zone, when you were on fire, when you just felt great and everything was working? If you can, take a few minutes just to close your eyes and vividly imagine what that was like. Try and take some in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just take a few minutes and really try to get back to that spot. And once you get there, once you've envisioned the situation that was making you so happy, can you reimagine what was going on through your mind? So it's sort of like a twofold process. Vividly imagine the day in which you were having this beautiful day. And once you get there, imagine or reimagine, remember to reconstruct your memories. Remember what it was that was going through your mind. Remember, reconstruct how it felt when you were going through that day. Do you remember a series of patterns? Can you remember what it was that led to the apex of the day in which you're remembering? Did you have oatmeal for breakfast? Did you wake up and give your daughter a kiss on the cheek and tell her she's beautiful? Did you roll over and kiss your partner? Tell them how fortunate you are. Is that how your day started? Chances are the day started pretty well and it carried through. The reason I bring all this up and the reason I ask you to remember, to reconstruct the day you had, that you remember to be so beautiful, is that if you can recreate those patterns, you can recreate those times, or at least get close to them. It's sort of like, remember that movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, where he wakes up and every day is the same? And he is sort of in this odd world where he needs to make sure that he makes the most of his day and does everything right. I think that it's a beautiful way of looking at your life. Like every day is an opportunity to make the best day possible for you and those around you. Because let's be clear, when you are in a state of working perfection, then you make the lives of all those around you better. You make it worthwhile. You make the world better. Now it's irrational to think that you could do that every day, but you could be better every day. You could make the lives of those around you better every day. And the purpose of that is, at least in my opinion, is that when you wake up and you don't have that good of a day, You've helped a lot of people have great days, and so they're having good days, thus it makes your life easier. I think that's the clutch understanding of the quote, understand the pattern of emotions when you make decisions. I wanna stay on the topic of patterns for a little bit. We've talked about the patterns of emotions in which you feel. In my book, The Terror Before the Sacred, I go into the language of life. And let me give you an example. I'm kind of paraphrasing here. However, have you ever seen a Nautilus shell? 
think of a snail shell, but I guess we can do with that. Most people understand what a snail shell is. A nautilus shell is exactly the same, only different. So let's say we take a big giant snail shell and we cut it right down the middle. So there's, there's like a cross section. And now as you're staring at your snail shell, you see a series of patterns, a series of chambers, if you will. Each chamber exactly the same as the one before with the only exception of it being larger. And it moves in a spiral pattern all along into a twisty curve. It twists a pattern the same way a spiral galaxy twists a pattern. And that same pattern is in us. Not so much as a snail shell or a spiral galaxy, but a series of events that get larger and larger in proportion but are the same. Think about your daily routine. Mine is something like this. Wake up at 5, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, comb my hair, come downstairs. It's 5.30, making breakfast for my daughter, my wife. Jump in the car at 6.30, drive my daughter to school, roughly about an hour, at 7.30. Once I arrive and drop her off at school, drive to work, that puts me to work around roughly 8.30. Hang out, do some writing, maybe a podcast, go into work by 10, work for 10, 12 hours, maybe nine hours, finish my day between 7.30 and 9.30, which puts me back home at 10, kiss my wife on the cheek, tell her I love her, take a shower, eat, eat a light dinner, get to bed by 11, day is done. Wake up at five, go downstairs, make breakfast, take my daughter to school, go to work, Get home at 10, kiss my wife on the cheek, take a shower, go to bed, get up at 5. You see the pattern there. And that's Monday through Friday, week after week, month after month, year after year. Now the chambers get bigger. I, have a, I used to not have a daughter. I used to not be old and slower. But the repetition is the same, right? The repetition is the same. The repetition is the same. Some say that repetition is the mother of skill and everybody knows about the 10,000 hours. Well, this system, this pattern of life, in some ways becomes so monotonous that we just do it. We become like drones. We become callous to the life around us, the people around us. Much like a man who works with his hands gets calluses. A man or woman who goes through her routine gets calluses. They become numb. They have to. In order to live a life that's mundane, one must become numb. But then, sometimes, and I hope for you 
in all of us, there's an awakening. There's an opportunity. Something that pushes us from our slumber. Something that pulls us from the very snail shell that we live in. Causes us to breathe. Causes us to see. Causes us to hear a calling. Something within us calls to us from outside of us. The spirit, the soul, that life itself is calling to you. Woohoo, here I am. Hey, remember me? Spontaneity. There's more to life than this. Something breaks through the mundane barrier. Sometimes it's violent. Sometimes it's sadness. Whatever it takes to get your attention. And once you begin paying attention to this voice, be it violent or precious or inspiring, it gets louder. It becomes clearer. And the instructions become known to you. All of a sudden, there's a break in the pattern. Think about it like this. If you have a record player, for some of my younger listeners, a record player is a large wax disc with plenty of grooves on it. And the needle goes into each groove and it goes around and around. It's like, a, I can't believe I'm explaining a record player. Everybody knows what a record player is, right? And if you don't, then just look it up. So imagine I play a record. It's like your favorite song your favorite album and it goes around and around and around and around and around right that's kind of like your life your thoughts your patterns but if I take that record and I pull it off the record player and I take a knife and I just rub it back and forth I rub it back and forth back and forth back and forth and then I put the record back on the turntable it won't play that record anymore it'll skip right there it'll scratch it's ruined the pattern is gone so now you need a new record and that is what the voice, the calling, the sound, the violence, the anger, the manifestation of change in your life is. And you can control it. You can choose to be the change that you want to see in the world. Or you can allow circumstances to be the knife that scratches the record. Conscious change. Deciding to do something different, deciding to be someone new, deciding to be someone better. That is the change that you want to strive for. It's easy to go through your routine in some ways. But it is a not something I recommend. Right? When you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. And if you don't listen to the voice, if you don't allow yourself to change the way in which you see yourself in a world that is rapidly changing, then part of you dies, part of you withers on the vine, and there's no need for it. If you hear the voice, if you hear the winds of change, then be the change you're being called to be. Be inspiration. Follow that 
which excites you. I once heard a good quote that said something like, what you're seeking is seeking you. Is there something you wanted to be that you kind of put on the back burner? Is there something that interests you? Because those things are seeking you. Whatever you find interesting in your life or not in your life, whatever those things you find yourself thinking about, those things need you. They need you to give them life. And they will. It may take a while to cultivate them. But it's like a seed. If you went outside and put a seed in the ground and you came back the next day and you're like, hey, well, there's no plant here. Well, it doesn't work like that. You have to cultivate the soil. You have to bring the nutrients. You have to water it. You should probably go outside and talk to it. You should admire it. And hope that it grows. And it will grow if you take care of it. It'll become something bigger and better than you could have possibly imagined. And the amount of pride you'll feel from that will be amazing. The truth is every one of us is stronger and better than we can imagine. If we're just willing to believe in ourselves the way that others believe in us. One of the greatest powers people say one can have is to see yourself the way that others see you. And for many people, we have this negative connotation of, of who we are or what people think of us. And that's probably because that's the way we think of other people. But the truth is, if you sit down with somebody long enough, you can't dislike them. I mean, you can't truly hate them. You could probably still dislike them. But if you sat down and talked to somebody for four hours, you would be forced to at least be clear on where the other person's coming from. And where there's clarity, there's usually understanding. And when there's understanding, there's usually compassion. And when there's compassion, there's room for a relationship. And often, I, I don't know if you have found this, but quite often when you find yourself in a confrontational situation, you seem to learn a lot about yourself. So in some ways, I think that we should not be running from confrontation. We should be seeking it. Because more often than not, the two people in confrontation are a lot alike and they want the same thing. They just have different ways of going about it. That, to me, is plenty of food to think about for today. <laughs> I thank every one of you for taking a few moments, a few moments, a few moments to spend time with me in the morning. I love every one of you. Aloha. So let's get up and get at them because no one can keep you down.
Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.